Happy New Year, sir. Yeah, Happy New Year's to you too, my man. Yeah, 2000 and grind team. Oh, man. It's real. It's here. It's real, y'all. It's here. Thought you never was going to make it out of 2000 hey, great team. Hey. I was looking forward to grind team, though. Me too. But yeah. only because great team was so great. Right, exactly. So it was like, <laughs> I got I to gotta improve on this. Yeah. You know, where do I go from here? It's only going up, baby. It's yeah. only going up. We're not going backwards in 2000 and motherfucking grind team you know right. so happy new year to our listeners um you know we this is our first time doing a this is literally on new year's day yeah we're doing on new year's day i don't think we did this last year nah we didn't i wonder if we even did did we do, do a new year's show last year yeah we did i, I, we did I don't think best it, of. i just don't know if we did one for well it might have been a best of yeah for the end of the year that was it but. and then we did a show after new year's like the week after or something okay with our like what we wanted to do for the year or something. Okay. Crazy. Crazy, yeah. man. So super duty tough work, man. I guess first we got to say thank you. You know, our, our listeners are active. Mm-hmm. You know, they are uh, holding us down and uh, making this podcast worth doing every week. So, you know, 2018, 2017, 2016, mm-hmm. your boys held it down. Yeah. And y'all been holding us down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, your listenership makes it uh, uh, possible to do this every week. And, uh, you know, our goal is to take things further, but also help you take your goals further. So obviously it's New Year's Day mm-hmm. time to talk about the new year. Yeah. And uh, we wouldn't be the most infamous podcast if we did not have an episode to kind of help you refocus your energy uh, to, to focus on your goals and, and talk about what the plan is for 2000 and grind team. Because now that you got the motto, mm-hmm. you got the slogan. Right. You know what it's going to be. This is the year, you know, last year was the year that, you know, we cashed out a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, that hard work paid off a little bit. You know, we, we got to say, oh yeah, this is great. We yeah. got to, got to enjoy some of the greatness, the fruits of our labor, if you will. Right. In 2018. But it's not over. Nah. It's just the beginning. It's just starting. It's just starting, right? Like, this is not like, we're not going to rest on our laurels or mm-hmm. sit on our hands because it's 2000 and grinding. So that means it's time to get back to the grind. Yes. Like everything, all the things that you saw become fruitful last year. Now you got to double back. Mm-hmm. You got to reinforce those behaviors with new behaviors that get you amazing results. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, uh, this episode, we're going to do two things. One, we got fan questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everyone who's called in and left us a message, we're going to play your message. We're going to answer your questions right here on the air. You know what I'm saying? During this episode. And the second thing we're going to do is we are going to talk about three simple goals. Yeah. Three simple things in 2019. That rhymes. I didn't know it would, but it does. <laughs> That's what we do. Three simple things, 2019. Right. You know what I'm saying? 20 grind team, uh-huh. I guess. So, uh, you know, that's what we're going to do. So if you called, we appreciate you calling. Uh, and yo, uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Yeah. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come closer, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk 
talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free huh. So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. What's up Super Duty Tough Work, peace to Blueprint and Logic, this is Jesse Ducker calling out of the Bay Area, representing for Albumism.com. And my question for the Super Duty Tough Work podcast New Year's episode would be, uh, I was wondering if how, if and how your podcast has affected how you uh, record music, be it, you know, the mentality you used to approach with a podcast, affects the mentality, the music, topic-wise, if one has influenced the other, and just, you know, if it's made, if you think it's made you better musicians or I think music has made you better podcasters so I hope all is well again congratulations on keep going on you guys going strong on the Super Duty Top Work podcast been a long time listener you guys keep doing your thing peace word nice up nice that's a great question yeah okay I can when we go first yeah go go first first. okay the the first thing I would say is that uh, the podcast has definitely helped in terms of understanding that there are way more topics out right. there than we may have thought, mm-hmm. right? Like as MCs, you know, nine times out of ten we're gonna be talking shit, <laughs> right? Bars, yeah, giving you bars, <laughs> mad but, metaphors yeah, and similes, yeah. But having a, a a a project like this, a podcast like this, has kind of alerted us that there are so many more topics worthy of discussion mm-hmm. than maybe we have even thought, yeah. And that is inspiring to me. Like I would look at uh, a perfect example of this is the song Health is Wealth from Two-Headed Monster. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, granted, I would talk about something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think I necessarily would have known that there is an audience who wants to hear mature topics that make them want to improve their lives without this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, and I might have been hesitant to pull the trigger on a song like that. Whereas now that we got the podcast, I know that they're out there. Yeah. I think for me, it's just doing the podcast has made me a lot more optimistic about life. Um, I think a lot more of my music that's coming that you haven't really heard um, is a lot more optimistic, a lot more positive um, and more. You know, I've always been kind of a positive MC, but more you know, kind of helpful and more bullet points and such throughout the rhymes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like not, you know, trying to be so elusive with my language, but being a little more direct. Not as many heavily cotton balls. <laughs> is the heavily cotton ball style done? Hey, it's not is done. It, it's not done. It's still around. Just but refined. Yeah, just refined. You know, just refined. Being able to, you know, kind of really pinpoint things and, you know, kind of um, guide a little more yeah. throughout my rhymes and, you know, being able to catch things and listen to things and, you know, take some away from it first or second listen. So, yeah. 
that's dope so yeah i mean it has affected us clearly yeah definitely dope. but for the better you know uh, i would say too you know uh maybe something that we haven't talked about is how like doing this podcast has made me kind of look at just consistency a little bit differently yes because you know when we record it's kind of still i mean we're professionals but it's still you do it when you feel like it. right 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 whereas this podcast ah, every tuesday yeah we here we here we here if we in town then we're recording we're not just like I don't feel like it right. for the podcast. Yeah, something has to go down for it not to happen. Yeah, happen, you know? it's just not, I, mean, I don't want to drive over there. Right, you know, right, it's right. Like, we're very consistent, and that is having a change on how I kind of view my art. Not that I was inconsistent, but it's making me see that, yo, there's levels mm-hmm. to that. You can go even harder. Yeah, and it's, and it's put me, you know, kind of in a place where my wife is like, well, you can go out there and do the podcast every week. But you can't, you can't do these dishes, though. We're going to cut that grass out. So, you know, it kind of shows the wife like, oh, you could be consistent in mm-hmm. some things. You know what I mean? So, you yeah, know. Yeah, no excuses. No partners. excuses. <laughs> she owned you to that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't bullshit. Like, you know what? I really don't feel like, oh, but you driving 25 <laughs> minutes. To go have a fun conversation with Al, I right, see. Right, right, Well, really, you know, uh, <laughs> it's different, though. It's different. It's different. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. No, nah, that's dope. That's dope. So uh, thanks for your call, Jesse. Yeah. Next one. Yo, what up, fellas? DJ Criminal giving you all a call from um, Lodia. Happy New Year. Work. And happy holidays. Question for you both. What is the top hip-hop song about graffiti and top hip-hop song about breaking all right man have a good new year y'all peace Ooh, huh good question that's a tough question well i got my graffiti song what's your graffiti song in the end burners ah you stole mine i was gonna say that in the but you burners. know what uh, yeah that's the classic one there's classic. another one that uh yeah that i one, mean that, also i mean you can't you can't i mean unless you got another one because I, I got, got another one more. i got two more. i got another one uh wrong side of wrong the tracks side of the tracks artifacts of course and then there's krs one got a uh graffiti one graffiti. oh yeah out for the fame yep out for the fame those yeah. are probably my top three yeah i don't know if, if i if that's a, the order yeah but, but definitely into end burners by company flow uh-huh uh wrong side of the tracks by artifacts yes and uh, what was the Karis one name again? Um, um, out, out for, for the, the fame. Out for the fame by yeah. Karis one. The top three graffiti songs of all time. Yeah. To me, there may be more. Well, you know what? Typical cats. Remember oh, the joint? Oh, um, what's the, the name of it? That quail. Uh, he did a solo. Yeah. That joint is crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Uh, I mean, it's a few graffiti songs out there. Yeah. Now you got me thinking. Yeah. You know. Dang, I want to hear wrong side of the tracks now. <laughs> I'm out to bomb like being If you're in the comments section, yeah. uh, hit us with, with your choices. Yeah, with your joints. Now that we think about it, it's got to be a lot. Oh, it's a lot of joints. Uh, like Aesop even has one. Um, mm. I can't think of the name of it, though. The Manhattan Project is the name of the typical cat's joint. Okay. That joint is insane. Yeah, it's, it's joints out there, though. Yeah. Now, the second part of his question is way harder to... Breaking songs? Yeah, the best songs about breaking. About breaking? Yeah, about, about breaking. I don't know any songs about breaking. Specifically about that. Yeah, like, I I can't think of any about breaking. Mm. I mean, there are B-boy songs. Yeah, there's B-boy songs. That they have made yeah. synonymous with breaking, but right. not, they weren't necessarily about breaking. Right. I mean, right. the only song I can think of, which isn't a favorite song of mine, but the theme song that Ice-T did from Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's the only one that comes to mind Gosh. that's about breaking. It's not a lot of songs. You know, maybe it's just not enough uh, breakers rapping. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Because we know that a lot of turntablists end up doing everything else. Right. They end up rapping. Like, I started on the turntables and I rap. Uh-huh. Uh, but are there a lot of B-boys who were good enough at rap to where we have a good sample yeah, I don't think you know, songs. and it's interesting because a lot of the b boys that I know are also graph writers. Yeah, but it's not a lot of b boys I know that are rappers. Right, and Isn't it's not it a lot of graph writers that I know that are rappers. Mm-mm. It's it's interesting how it's a. I, I just thought of that. Like it's interesting yeah. how there's like a split in the culture that way. Like has you know, and even some of the graph writers are DJs. Right, but they don't dip in the rapping part. Right, right, and so if you don't have that overlap, right, you're gonna not have people talking about it yeah that's crazy because yeah we got songs that were basically like all the top b-boy songs that you would hear at a b-boy jam were not written by b-boys right and they weren't even intended to be b-boy songs right they ain't i mean you know most of them ain't even really hip-hop songs no it's like jazz you know calypso you know (laughs) what i mean like yeah you throw on all them songs it's like yo man like they're not hip-hop joints at all and yeah. there's no rapping on most no, of them there's no words on most of them well there's probably words but yeah you know they they uh they only use the yeah like planet rock is right. planet rock really about dancing no it's not yeah that's wild yeah i never thought of that <laughs> it's not really about dancing never thought so of you got to stumped on that one dj criminal yeah you know what i mean yeah that's wild yeah but we appreciate the question we're gonna have to think about that now somebody's gonna have to let us know yeah if like we if got you, any b-boys yeah they in the comments, if you know a b-boy, a song about b-boying, let us know. I yeah. would love to hear it. Or we may have heard it and just not known it was about b-boying. Right, right, right. There was, I remember there was, there's been songs that have been titled. Like, think about the most Jeff b-boy document, mm-hmm. uh, the, the raucous shit. But that wasn't specifically about dancing. Right. It was just a title. You know what I mean? It wasn't about. B-boy Kingdom by AC yeah. Alone. Yeah. Well, you know, I put out Body Move Blueprint. Uh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Be boys, be girls, make that body move. So I did one. Yeah, you did do one. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the chorus is about dancing. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, look, Google uh, Blueprint Body Move. Yeah. Body Move. And uh, that's my jam. Yeah, that but, should be boy jam. And I can't even dance like that. Right. So I don't really know uh, if we got many of those in hip hop, man. Somebody, yeah. you know, as they say, uh, problems are opportunities. Yeah. Looks so like we're going to have to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, hmm. That's going to have to work. Maybe there should be a record yeah. about that. You know, because I've made songs that I've thought about B-Boys. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. dance to. You know what I mean? But I've never made a song about b-boying. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Okay, so boom. Now, part one. Because mm-hmm. it's New Year's Eve. It's, I'm not sorry, it's New Year's Day. Yeah. Of 2019. Yeah. A.K.A. 2000 and grinding. Yeah. And so we wouldn't be the most infamous if we didn't try to get you orientated as mm-hmm. they say <laughs> in the you fo- focused <laughs> i'm orientated it's not even a word it's is not it? it's, it's not orientated every rapper is oriented it. it is yeah why do rappers say orientated because it rhymes with other words <laughs> you're right you know cats is always stretching syllables frustrated and yeah. orientated right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the one you don't even question it you just throw it in there oh yeah you know that or yeah it's oriented yeah 
<laughs> is that right there with conversated? Probably. People say conversate. Yeah. Is it, and that's well, not conversate a word, is, is a word. Is it? Yeah. One of them's not a word. Convert. We should be saying converse. Con- converse. Yeah. Is conversate really a word? Yeah. I think conversate is, is a word. Conversated. Conversated. No. <laughs> Okay, it's gonna be a lot of interaction on on SoundCloud this week. We don't know shit. Yeah, I don't think "conversated" is a word. Well, maybe I don't know. I have to look that up. I think I've used it. Conversate is a word. Okay, so there's one of them that just don't sound right that we say a lot. You know, maybe I don't know. Like, yo, "converse" is what we should be saying right most of the time. We just messed that all up. (laughs) Making up words in the new year. Orientated hip hop. Orientated. At least 12 rappers have said oh, orientated. Man. Yes. At least 12. I may have said it once or twice. <laughs> it does rhyme with everything. It you, does, man. You change the whole shit. Yeah, when you put it in there, you throw it in there. It's like, you know, <laughs> as long as it ain't the end word, right. cats don't really pay attention. I was orientated. <laughs> maybe we get it from the orientation. Right, maybe. I had job orientation, so now I've got orientated. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is not a word. Nah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we're gonna start with you. I'm gonna ask you. Okay, so your first what is your first goal for so so what we're gonna talk about here is we're gonna talk about three goals. Mm. And the concept of these three goals, the first time I really heard somebody say it was in this book we talked about probably a year ago. Yeah. Called The Power of Less by Leo Babauta. Fabulous book. Crazy book. And um, in his book, he talks about the, the, the segment that I think is really the dopest where he talks about setting goals every day. And I'm going to read a quick segment of that. And this is something that I want everybody to think about as we move into what you're doing this year. And he talks about if you don't already have a project list, I suggest you make a quick and dirty one right now. List all the projects you have going on in your life, including all your work projects, any personal and home projects, projects with with civic organizations and so on. Anything that would take a day or more to complete, you use a rough guideline. If you can do it in an hour or two, you can still list it if you like. A project is usually something that takes several tasks to complete. How many items are on this list? If you are like most people, you probably have 10 to 20 projects on this list. If you're an overachiever or extremely busy, you might have even more. This isn't a good thing. Too many projects leads to ineffectiveness. Now, I'm going to ask you to do something that might be a bit difficult for some of you. Choose choose just the top three projects on your list. Don't choose three from each area of your life. Just choose three altogether. This list of three projects is your simple projects list. Everything else goes on a second list, which we'll call the on deck list. You'll probably still get to these projects on your on deck list, but you won't be working on them right now. They're on hold until you complete the three projects on your simple project list. Mm. Now there's more. And you know, if you're a fan of this podcast, you should, you should have this book already. Yeah. I got two copies. See the realness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we want to use this concept and kind of roll out something where if you're at home, this is going to be part where we're going to kind of all do this together. So if you're at home, listen to this, you're in your car, uh, pull out your phone, your notepad, whatever you use, and uh, we're going to start out with 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 your top three and we're going to go these through these ourselves mm-hmm. and we're going to walk you all through these. And I'm going to have questions that we're going to ask each other to kind of make sure that we're we know we're up against and what we're doing. So, Elijah, what is your first uh, project to get out of debt? Mm. 
Okay, that's that's real as shit. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. Get out of debt. You yeah. know what? And I would bet that that's a lot of people's yeah. uh, uh, list. But that's dope. Uh, okay, so you feel like you can do that in 2019? I feel like I can make a huge dent in it, if not completely get out of it. That's dope. Okay, so the three. So it's question number two. So what is your plan? Well, me and my wife already yesterday um, made a budget. Mm. Um, got all our bills, everything that we owe. Like written down, mm. made an Excel sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm serious about this. Um, and you know, really try to stick to it. You know what I'm saying? And stay focused on paying things on time, you know, paying stuff off that we owe, all of that. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got the plan. Okay. So the last question, what are the obstacles or challenges? Us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got two big obstacles. <laughs> Same people who gotta right. who gotta do who it. Who gotta the, do it are the obstacles. <laughs> you know, um, but honestly, like that's that's real as shit though. Oh, it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that's very real because that's one one area in our our married life is that that we've always had an issue with is our consistency. Mm-hmm. Whenever we start something, especially I mean, and unfortunately it's the stuff that's good for us, you yeah. know, when you start it carrying it out to completion you know and and staying focused on it and really you know going after it and attacking it like it's something that you really want to do and having the stick to you know for an extended period of time till the task is done so um i think we are our biggest obstacles in dealing with that that's dope yeah. but it's dope that you recognize that oh yeah because that uh, you know that takes some uh some honesty yes some reflections <laughs> yeah and sometimes you look in the mirror and you see something that you don't really like right because you're like why am i oh me <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. what is the problem oh, i am the problem okay exactly okay yeah but that's real man hell yeah that is definitely it so mr shepherd yes mr glass what's good <laughs> My turn. Uh, yeah, your turn. Okay. What is your first goal for two thousand and grind team? This is a simple one, but it's not so simple. Mm-hmm. Launching the Super Duty website. Nice. That's like uh, it got to get done. Yeah. Years of us doing this, I've taken this the the slow as you go approach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and we haven't necessarily invested a ton into this platform. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with the minimum that we've invested, uh, we've got a maximum return already. Oh, definitely. Like we've gotten a lot out of this without even having a website. Right. We just got an Instagram. Yeah. Last month. <laughs> yeah. Like very, <laughs> two very episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. Two episodes ago. You know, we had Twitter. That was really all we had. We still mm-hmm. don't have a Facebook and we don't have a website or anything like that. And uh, I have to launch the website so that everything else I want to do mm-hmm. with the podcast, which is investing in podcasts, will have a platform. It has a home. Right. So that's my that's my number one goal. Okay. So what's the plan? The plan is I've been working on it. Okay. It's it's you know, I've had a domain. I'm I've got the site almost pretty much built. Mm-hmm. Uh the biggest thing is like when I launch it, I want it everything to be there. Okay. Or at least I want people to be able to support when they get there. Okay. I don't want to just say, oh, here's a website, but then we don't have a store. 
It's, it's pretty to look at. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you can read and listen to the podcast. Right. Same thing you can do on. <laughs> right. What are we bringing to the table? Right, right, right. Right. So I want it to be something where going forward, there are pieces. So I had to put together a plan because there's like three different phases mm-hmm. of things I want to add to the website. Ultimately, the website should be a platform for people to have uh, to learn almost like like Super Duty will be like a school or a university for artists and nice. people who want to learn. But I got to build it the right way first. Mm-hmm. Even if all the features aren't there initially, that's been the challenge. The, the, the plan is, OK, well, get the site, get all this stuff up, test it. So I've been working on a site for about two months, Okay, maybe November. I started really really just saying okay this is what it needs to be and i'm super close and i hope to have it up within the next seven to ten days okay so what's the what's the challenges in in getting there time (laughs) money (laughs) yeah you know prioritizing Uh it's it's like because you know we all have other things going on right and so like i've had to sit back and look at you know we talk about the 80 20 rule. Mm-hmm. What are the, 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 the 20% of the things you do get you 80% of return. I don't know what the return is on this yet because we've never tried it. Right. But obviously there are other activities that I actually make my money on besides podcasting. Right. And those priorities, those tasks seem to get the priority and take the priority away from this. Yeah. You know, whether it's me writing a book or writing an album or producing an album, that's where the that's the bread and butter mm-hmm. uh so that tug of war is the biggest uh challenge and it's been like okay well and then also trying to be a fucking perfectionist yeah sometimes you just gotta say you know what fuck it it ain't perfect all right and it doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't have to be we just gotta launch it it's gotta yeah. be there so that we can start building it it's like you can't say i'm gonna wait till i can buy a fucking perfect car before i buy a car right or i'm not gonna buy a car until i get a brand new car mm-hmm. no man there's other things you can do just get the car so that you can get all the things that come along yeah. with it so you can get, get a car work. so you can get to work to afford the nice car thank you that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to i'm trying to get the hoopty up right i've been trying to look at the new cars i need to get my ass off the new car lot uh, and just settle for the car that works man uh-huh. it's gonna get me there uh-huh. no one's gonna give a shit how i got to work right as long as i'm on time right so that's what we're doing now and uh I, i've had to get past those little feelings of like this has to be perfect you have to do this this way first because it's a lot of nuances in how i want to do it because uh this is really it's like launching a different business right as opposed to just an informational website mm-hmm. and that's the challenge in it yeah but yeah, that's it, man. So nice. uh, we'll take a break and be right back. Right. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. 
The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Right. <laughs> I was like, just, you know, surprisingly, I stopped at like 12, 15, 12, 30. It didn't go on as long as I thought it was going to go on. Oh, uh, okay. Like, Okay. I never got that. Busting guns. Yeah, busting cats. I never. You know what I think <clears throat> it is, man? The average motherfucker's gun really don't serve no purpose 364 days a year. <laughs> right? You ain't out here really killing motherfuckers. <laughs> no. You ain't holding up places. Uh-uh. It's the one time of the year you actually get to make sure it still works. Right. Oh my god, let me just bust this motherfucker yeah, in the sky. <laughs> make sure yeah. make sure it works for the new year. Happy New Year. Right. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, that's the dumbest shit. But yeah, outside of that, I think most people I don't think they go into the shooting range. I don't think they're right. like, you know, exercising their they're hunting. They're right. not doing none of that shit. Like yeah. New Year's is it. It's yeah. like either I gotta kill somebody or New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> it most likely is New Year's. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the only time fools get to use their gun. <laughs> uh, that makes perfect sense, actually. All right, all right. So we back, we back. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. You know, we doing fan questions, and you know, the New Year's goal setting, man. So, uh, you know, here we go. We're gonna get back into these uh, calls. So uh, let's jump right into it. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? This is uh, Ilpo, Ilpo Wedding. I don't have a question. Just wanted to hit y'all with this one time for all my crate diggers. You are now listening to Super Duck. No sucking, no jiving. No bullshit. That's super dope. Sample snitch. <laughs> yeah, don't snitch on me, dog. Great yeah. <laughs> but I had to share it. Congrats on all the episodes. Always a final listen. Have a good one, y'all. Peace. 
Yeah. And shout out to Ilfo for the uh, you know right. the shout out. And, uh-huh. and as y'all heard on there, he heard he found a sample that I used <laughs> on the intro. Yeah. And uh, you know I've had that sample a long time. That's probably in the in the in the crates of records that I had, but I was I didn't hear them when I first got them. Oh, uh, okay. And then when my ear changed, I right. was like, oh, oh, there it is. Yes. This Joints. is getting used. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's that one, man. So uh, super dope. Yeah, let's keep it moving. All right, my God, super duty. Tough work. This is Buddy Wireless, man. I fucking love you guys, man. Um, anyways, I want to get this a little two-parter. I'm going to be quick, but I want to be random and fun, too. Um, here's the first question is, if God made the sun on the fourth day, how did he know the first three had, days had passed? And the other one is, I'm interested in what kind of breathing exercises you guys do for breath control for stage shows. I think that would be really cool for you guys to touch on something like that. Um yeah, man, gotta get the fitness in and shit. So, uh, anyways, Super Duty 20 Grind Team, much love, Logic and Blueprint. Stay up, man, and keep keep bringing the rawness, man. Please. Hell yeah, Buddy Wireless. Okay. Thanks, my dude. Thank you. You did hit us with the random joint. Right. So, if God made the sun on the fourth day, day how, how did he know, know that three days had passed? Right. Because he's God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey. You know, omniscient. Maybe he got tired of guessing for the first three days. Maybe, and he was like, "Yo, I need to I need create something, something that that signifies that a day has passed." Right. So I'm gonna create the sun, and then after the this thing, now I won't have to count the rest of these days. Yeah, because when it when it gets dark, that means the day is over. Right. Three <laughs> days in darkness, trying to figure out what time it is. Yeah. Probably prompted him to create the sun. Right. I don't know. He's probably like, "I need a watch." <laughs> I'll create one, you know, a ball of fire. Right, a huge ball of fire that rotates. That's yeah, hilarious. Man. No, that's a great question, man. So, uh, so the second part of his question was uh, breath control exercises and what we do for live shows. Honestly, dog, you don't. Have I was smoking like two <laughs> packs of. You know, logic is the last person to even try to answer this question, buddy. Let yeah. me, let me, let me take this one. <laughs> I was smoking so heavy. <laughs> this guy over here, <laughs> fucking chimney ass of logic over here, doing everything bad for rapping right, on stage. I okay, was. L- let me the guy who, who doesn't smoke and actually uh, has great breath control explain uh, this. I have good breath control still. I was just smoking, so I ain't do no exercises. Yeah, that, as if that were an exercise. <laughs> smoking. Okay. This is what I do. This is what I, okay, my breathing, how I figure out breathing on stage is a two-part thing, right? So, like, when you first start performing a song, the how you record it is typically different than how you would perform it. Yes. Because when you perform it the first time, you have breath control problems because you don't know when to breathe. Mm-hmm. There are certain lines you can run together. Mm-hmm. There's certain lines that, you have to take a bigger breath to get through. Or take a word out yes. to get through them. And you don't know that mm-hmm. until you practice a lot. So Correct. like while rehearsal looks like you're just doing it with you and the DJ or whatever, you as an artist should be practicing when, how long, where to breathe. Right. Because that is actually where your breath control comes from. I've had songs where when I first started practicing them, they were nightmares to perform. Oh God! Either because my pattern was just too weird, or mm-hmm. it would have a section in a verse where I might rhyme for three and a half bars. <laughs> right. But if I didn't, no breath. Yeah, no breath. <laughs> but if I didn't plan that before I got to it, mm-hmm. and and uh, I guess you have to build a muscle memory too mm-hmm. with breathing. If I didn't plan that out, 
every time I got to that on stage, I messed it up. Yeah. Or I and or I couldn't remember it because I was so worried about breathing through it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think about the words and execute. So the first thing I would say is that practice is a big part of learning breath control on stage. When you practice, you have to practice at the same speed and intensity as you do on stage. Right. Um, it's no similar to like how you had sports, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like if we were playing high school, we would have some light practice days, right? But then we would have practice days where we went hard. Right, they would right. call it game speed. Mm-hmm. Oh, what were we doing today, coach? Oh, we're gonna practice at game speed. You knew it was you were gonna be hurting after that practice. Yeah, you was gonna be tired. You're gonna be tired. Yeah. All the other practice were just to kind of get the, I guess the 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 routines in our heads to learn the processes, uh, making the reads, knowing what to do when certain things happen. But after that, you would go game speed, and that's when you really figure things out. So you have to rehearse at game speed mm-hmm. to figure out when, where to breathe. Right. Right. And then the other thing, uh, I think that uh, a lot of breath control can be learned just through like warm up exercises. Mm-hmm. Everyone's toward me. They know I got I try to do like my warm ups now, my scales and that saves your voice. But the thing I learned about doing the scales, I did it just to kind of like warm up my voice. But I learned that it helps with your breathing. Yeah, because when you're going mm-hmm. when you're doing scales like that. Mm-hmm. You have to have your breath in control right. just to, to get through it, to get through it, yeah. right? To hit those notes the proper way. So like practice is part one, but two, start working on your scales just so that your vocal cords are warmed up, Yeah, which will help you plan when you should breathe. You'll know in your mind, oh, I'm getting to this phrase where I have to go for two bars straight, two and a half bars straight without a breath. I'm going to take a bigger breath now going into that. Mm. And now I know that when I come out of that, I don't even have to think about the physical aspect of getting through that line. Right. It's just, do I remember the words? Yeah. So that's my advice. Yeah. See, for me, um, I just get high. Right? <laughs> nah, like seriously, <laughs> like I would, because I mean, if you look at a lot of my early stuff, I was rapping fat a lot faster. Even the beats, though, the beats were slower, had a lot of words, you know, and my breathing, I was just pretty good at breath control just because I was a track runner and, you know, did those things. But what I learned how to do as I got older and more mature as an artist is write the breaths into my rhymes in the first place. Yes. That way I can perform them at the same speed and with the same power that I recorded them at. So as I got older, you know, I started to learn like, okay, you know, even when I would practice it and try to record it, oh, it's too many words in there. I got to take some words out so I can put a breath in, you know? So I think outside of having, routines that you go through before you get on stage even in the process of writing the song you can write those breaths in there that will help you get through it on stage so you can perform with the same vigor and the same power that you record it yes that's great that's great advice yeah yes so uh that's yeah, that's the second question. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so now we're going to talk about these goals again. Yeah, let's go to the goals. Uh, let's go to these goals. Elogic, what's your number 2 goal for 20 grinding? To get my album autopilot out mm, okay yes. that's a big goal yeah to get it out i mean it's basically done mm-hmm. print what what oh shit <laughs> i owe this man a verse man he's just not letting me live it's i gotta basically- let i gotta do it man i'm feeling salty over here i'm holding this man's album back Damn. it's basically done man old mad people verses man i'm just i'm just not even on it this holiday season man i'm sorry dog it's all right sorry oh. bars is low 
<laughs> but yeah, I gotta get it. I gotta. Get, I want to get that out. Um, and now you know, I'm I'm actually in a position where I can you know afford to get me a publicist and you know do a couple things that I haven't been able to do with other records and make this album you know one of my biggest albums in the last few years. So really looking forward to that. That's okay. that's what I want to do. So what's the plan? So right now the plan is to get. I mean, aside from me, aside from <laughs> me, aside from you, yeah. Um really is basically just to um i mean i got my campaign kind of written out how i want to work it uh-huh. um i've actually been talking to tony our booking agent you know about maybe mm-hmm. doing some shows this year mm-hmm. um and you know just just kind of moving it along you know what i'm saying once i once i get everything together getting it get it packaged and everything then i can start ordering things but for the most part i got everything kind of sitting around just kind of waiting on the right time um, and making sure that, you know, I got enough lead time to order my vinyl, to order my CDs, to get the posters, all that stuff. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. My man. Yeah. Working, man. That's what's up, man. So, yeah. Uh, so, did we talk about the obstacles, challenges? Um, obstacles and challenges, honestly, is just money. For that's that's not a, a small thing. That can be real. Can, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's really it. Like with what I want to do, I know the investment that I want to make in the record. I'm not going to go crazy because, like I said, my first thing I want to get out of debt, so I ain't trying to create more. Um, <laughs> the realness, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But um, I do have a budget that I'm looking at, um, which is created, but mainly money. You know what I'm saying. And because I, I'm not really going through a label, I'm doing it all myself, so I don't have any red tape that I have to go through. It's just making sure that I stick to my budget and get everything where it's supposed to be on time. That's dope. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. So that's what the fuck is up. Word. Okay. All right, Mr. Shepherd. Mm-hmm. What's number two? What's your second goal? Number two. I'm going to try. Now I ain't gonna say try. We got. I'm not gonna go. use the Here word try. Yeah, we talked. I'm about, about to. I'm yeah. What, what I'd like to see happen <laughs> is all passive and shit. Man, fuck that. No passive conversation. Is, you know what I'm saying? 2019 is all active, man. Right. We owning. We owning everything. None yeah. of this. Yeah, I would like to. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm really hoping that. Nah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. You do. You don't try. Right. So I'm going to launch. A beat making website. Nice. So with all my beats on it, so I can actually make passive income. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I've realized that I got to do it just so that I can put a system and process in place that long term works. Short term, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool for now. Mm-hmm. Me doing it the way I do it, but long term, yeah, I think that there's something I can do if I build it up. Now I'm not gonna underestimate the task, right? But it's on my list of okay. This is something that I think I could do in a way that complements the other aspects or wings of my, you know, business. Sounds daunting. <laughs> oh, thanks, Logic. <laughs> well, I know, mean, just I mean, the concept, because if you're talking about creating something where cats can purchase beats and yes. things like that. Yes. Um, so is it going to be one of everything then? You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, 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 no. It's gonna have to be leasing. It's okay. gonna have to be. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna do the exclusive thing on that site. Okay, so it'll be a lease, yeah, kind of deal. Okay, that that makes more sense. Yeah, then. but that's I, easier. But, to, but either way, I still gotta give my pizza. Yeah, yeah, to have a site. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta really get them up. Yeah, to have. I mean, the content for it. That's a lot. That's yes. a lot of shit. Yes. Right, so what's the plan? 
the plan is i mean the domain is there mm -hmm. i got you know i got my theme i got my wordpress installed and everything i'm slowly building it behind the scenes but as we just said you know the biggest part of that is making sure you have the inventory mm -hmm. you can't just launch a site with five beats right 10 beats <laughs> right like i would like to have 50 to 100 mm -hmm. like and have them rotate yeah, you know just psh, quarterly or something like that yeah to where people are like okay boom and then you start with 50 to 100 then you can add mm -hmm. 20 10 to 20 every month say i may add 10 beats a month to it now you talking mm -hmm. but to be sitting on 10 15 beats you're not gonna you don't have enough to be willing to put them on that platform right and so that's part of it uh the plan you know i've been educating myself on it mm -hmm. uh reading studying the uh other people who are doing it and just kind of seeing how i can find my way to do it because i can't do it like everyone else does it because i'm different mm -hmm. right like the way blueprint would do something like this has to reflect uh his brand and his values mm -hmm. and that it can't just be what someone who doesn't have a following who doesn't have these things so i have to use my experience uh, uh to my advantage and make sure that the brand is reflected in what i do so that's that's what i've been trying to work on side note question how does this whole leasing beats thing work well you're just it's just like licensing Okay. So you have the right to use someone. Will, so someone will have the right to use the beat and create a song on the beat, but they don't own the composition itself. Okay. If you look at publishing, publishing is decided is is divided into two sides. You uh -huh. have your writing side, uh -huh. then you have your publishing composition side, right? So, as a composer, you just would not give up your rights as a composer. Okay. You would maintain those rights, right? Uh, I hope I'm explaining this correctly, but. In the past, you would basically, if you sold a beat to somebody, you typically would, the assumption would be there that they own the beat mm -hmm. and the composition they create from it. Mm -hmm. But if you lease something, then they own the composition that they create from it, but not the beat as a composition itself. Okay. Right. So, so that's the distinguish between it, uh, between the two. So you can uh, license a beat to someone else for their use, but not necessarily give up rights to it. Mm -hmm. it may seem a little weird but it's like it actually makes the most sense and it's something that is just now most people a lot of people are doing like exclusive sales of beats forever but i've started and that's why i didn't necessarily participate even though i did it um i didn't do it on that level but now i look at it like yo man if you're the the long game is holding on to your rights mm -hmm. and being able to create as much intellectual property it's very much how we talked about uh spotify mm -hmm. how everything you create is a piece of intellectual property that creates passive income when you sell a beat exclusively to someone else you no longer tap into that okay you have no more uh long-term passive income if you do it that way all right if you license it you do now there's still some weird legalities involved because technically you never give up your publishing as a composer unless you sign it right exactly but there is an assumption when you sell a beat to somebody that it's their right to exploit it to the fullest right and no one else can have it right right so so that's the part that has to be worked out i just think i've seen the market for one thing and now it's like a way of me testing to see what the market is for the other okay and seeing if i can do something but not even just like to, to rappers i'm thinking bigger than that i'm thinking like two content creators two people who have podcasts mm -hmm. you know i've done 
music for people with podcasts before sound design for their podcast and everything. And that's dope. Um, they're thinking about all the YouTubers who might listen to us, who might need music. Mm-hmm. You know, they might have tens of thousands of followers um, just to talk over, right. just to, to put their, their stuff over. We we're not tapping. I'm not tapping into that, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, I believe that there's something there, you know, people who create on every level, music is like in everything. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of want to take the first step towards that by trying to create a site. That's dope. It has a long explanation. <laughs> <laughs> Obstacles and challenges. Uh, getting the music up, buddy. Yeah. Getting the music up and learning the business. Those yeah. are probably the two biggest things. Getting your music up and learning the business. If you got the music, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about on this podcast, like being able to give freely. All right. Like you have to have an abundance mindset to be able to take certain chances. Mm-hmm. The reason certain artists don't give or don't help is because they fear uh, losing an opportunity themselves, right? They don't want to help younger artists. Cause like, man, why would I help him, man? I'm in competition with him. That's how they think. Right. We don't look at it like that. No. Nah. Cause we have an abundance mentality. Yeah. Right. But those with a scarcity mentality feel like I'm not going to help no, nobody else. Why would I tell them that? We're all eating, man. Let's, <laughs> right. all, let's all eat. <laughs> right. Right. And so uh, it's, it's a different mentality and that's the mentality that I have. And it, so now it's like, okay, now that I have that mentality, let me make sure that my body of work reflects that. Mm. Make sure my body of work reflects abundance and not scarcity. Because mm. as long as I'm uh, uh, dealing with the scarcity mentality, I will create less and be less inclined to give it up, less inclined to take chances. And it's just those chances which actually create the opportunities that you need to make it to the next level. Yeah. See, as a producer, as starting to produce, I was tr- thinking of ways, other ways to get my music out there and in the hands of different people as opposed to just going through the sync licensing things and all yeah. that stuff. And that's a really great idea. That's a really great idea. All right. Okay. That's number. That was, that was, um, that was that's the second. Question? Yeah. Okay. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. All right. To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint here to announce that I have a brand new album titled Two-Headed Monster that will be available on May 22nd, 2018 on Weightless Recordings. The album is produced entirely by yours truly and features guest appearances from a few people that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time, like Slug of Atmosphere, AC Alone, Mr. Liff, Wordsworth, Superstition, and Hoslow. Two-Headed Monster will be the first full-length album that I've released since we've been doing this podcast. So to everybody that listens to us every week and is inspired by or helped by what we do here, I'm asking you to support me and this podcast by pre-ordering your copy of the project right now on waitlist.net. As I like to say, Spread the word about good music socially and support good music financially. As usual, we've got a few different pre-order packages for you to choose from. Whether that's the regular CD version or the deluxe CD package, the regular LP or the deluxe LP package, the regular MP3 or the deluxe MP3 package, or the t-shirt package that comes with a t-shirt and a blueprint lapel pin, something we've never done before, with either the deluxe CD or the vinyl package. Whatever format you need, we got you covered. And just so you know, 
There will only be 500 copies of the vinyl available and it will be clear vinyl this time. We've done red, we've done orange, we've done blue, and now we're doing clear vinyl. So don't sleep. All pre-orders will ship out to arrive on May 22nd, which is well in advance of the official release date. So if you're listening to this, head over to waitlist.net right now and order your copy. I'm really proud of this record and 100% confident that you're gonna dig it too. To recap, my new solo album, Two-Headed Monster, will be out May 22nd on Waitlist Recordings and is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. Now back to the show. Shout out to the most infamous podcast, Super Duty Tough Work, it's Brew Lee. I was just wondering what songs or albums or artists got the most spins in 2018 from you gentlemen mm. peace that's a good question good one i'm gonna have to let you go first um it's between um it's between fonte's no news is good news mm. and mac miller swimming those are two albums that mac miller swimming and fonte good news. that's pretty good yeah you know i listened to as you saw by my uh my my Spotify thing. Yeah. I didn't listen to hardly no rap this year. Yeah, I listen to a lot of R and B. See, I did too, but those are the two hip hop albums that okay. I was listening to regularly. I listened to a lot of Rock Marciano probably this year. I listen to no rock this year. What's wrong with you? Man? I know he had two projects came out this year, didn't he? Yeah, he dropped two joints. I listen to no. That's I got <laughs> two thousand and grinding. I gotta get back on my rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, this was an R and B year for me, man. I'm trying to think of who I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot of Bilal. Mm. Uh, gosh, what's this other? Chick? All his albums are fucking fire. Amazing fire. Goodness, jeez, man. <laughs> He's a he songwriter, a singer extraordinaire. I listen to this group called. Uh, unknown mortal orchestra a lot sounds really dope i've <laughs> never heard of them but that yeah yeah that name I, sounds amazing we were digging in north carolina and i listened i was they were playing it in the background me and mm-hmm. detox were digging in this record shop it just sounded like some, almost like some michael jackson shit the certain song i heard uh-huh. i was like what is this they're like oh it's unknown mortal orchestra and i you know spotified it uh-huh. uh and i was like this shit is fire Huh. So they got a uh, album called Sex and Drugs or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's, it's flames. It's real eclectic. It don't sound like what you think it would. Okay. I listened to them quite a bit this year. Um, and that wasn't necessarily R&B, but uh, that was that. Word. So, yeah. So uh, we're going to thank Brew Lee for the call. L-I-E. And, yeah. My guy, Brew. I just did an interview for his podcast. He started a podcast. Yeah, I did. I did one too. You did one too? Oh, yeah. yeah he told me he interviewed you. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. So we're going to get to the next question. Uh, and yeah, big shout out to everybody who called in for this episode, man. So the next question is uh, coming right up. Super duty. I just want to wish both of you guys and all the listeners a very happy New Year 2019. Um, happy to report I had a 2000 great team. Thanks to you guys and your guidance and whatnot. Um, so... I just want to say thanks. I don't have a question. Love you guys. Good That's luck. dope. Dope. That's dope. Not even a question. Not just a, a question. shout out. Yeah, just a shout out. So yeah, man. So uh, shit. That's cool, man. Uh, you know, we glad to be a service to the community. Yeah, you know that's Help what we people. do. And uh, so shit. Uh, goals again. Goals. A logic. Well, uh-huh. What's your number three for this year? Number three. To become a better producer. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. My the goal. Graft. My goal is to make three beats a week. 
Okay. Okay. Like, I think that's doable. Yeah, oh yeah, it's doable. Yeah, you know Why what I'm saying? Why not? I mean, you know, I got the full-time job. I got the family and stuff. But three beats a week, I can do that. That's three hours a week. Yeah, basically, three hours a week. Get dedicated. Though. Yeah, dedicated to that. Like, I may, what I may do is, like, you know, spend one day taking samples. And then another day, you making know, beats. making beats. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I want to make, like, three beats a week every, so what is that? 52 times three is. 150 beats. Yeah. Yeah, 162 beats. Yeah. I can do that. You can do that. Yeah, in a year. That's doable, man. I looked at my total, man. I was trying to make 300 this year. I didn't make it, man. How, how close you get? You probably got close, though, because you was you was on fire for a good, like, mm. like two, three months. I got the 227 beats this year. I mean, I ain't nothing to be mad at, though. I feel like I'm, I'm slacking. <laughs> Well, hey, you, you are writing. A, you did write a book. You know what I mean? You kind of did other the things. The fall, right after August, I kind of slowed down. September, I slowed down a bit. Yeah, you started writing a book. Yeah, I started writing a book. That kind of took up the wind out of my beats. But yeah. this year, I feel like I can make 365 beats. Mm. I mean, it ain't going to be a beat every day. Right. But I think I can make up for that on the days that I, you know right, what I'm saying? That you go in. That I go in. Like, mm-hmm. it's, if I take a few days off, you got to make a few more beats. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good goal. That's a dope goal. Yeah. Do like three beats a week and just get better and better and try different things. Cause I've, what I've, what I've learned in my production style, um, is that a lot of times I'm really like rigid on what I'm trying to do and just kind of, you know, I want to, I want to try different things, you know, get my chop game up, you know, get my samples up, get better sample selection. Got to be like water, my friend. Yeah. Like water. Be like water. Be like water. Be formless. <laughs> formless. Yeah. Can I be so rigid, man? <laughs> these things. Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, that's it. That's dope, man. That's real dope. Give me one second, man. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I can't, I got my, I, I got, I'm on a live stream. Uh-huh. So I was trying to look at what my third goal is. I can't even remember what it is right now because I'm on a live stream. Oh, you live in it. Yeah, I'm live in it. So I might have to get over here, man. Much love to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Word. This is, uh, we recording, I went live for a quick second for those at home who can't really tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, you got to follow us on the Instagram, though. Yeah, the gram. The gram. As they call it. Super duty underscore tough work. Yes. Uh, we on there and uh, we just trying to bring you the dopest shit, man. What was my third goal? I got to think of what it was for this year. It was the bing the bang um i don't know maybe it was the book no no soul position ah that was the goal ah yes your soul position finally get the soul position record out yeah i've been listening to it for like two years (laughs) (laughs) damn Yeah, it's got to come out. I'm tired of this shit. It's, 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 you know, it's time, man. It's time. <laughs> it's been time. It's been dog. time. You yeah. know, so everything comes in due time, so you can't really look at, like, you know, life with, like, regrets. Right. Because we don't have any. You know, we did it because it was, you know, we love doing music. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my goal, if I got that as my top three in 2000 and grinding, mm-hmm. then um, it would be an amazing year. Yeah. And that's why. And, and it's a goal where it's like, okay. We just got to commit, put the plan together, put it in place. But once everything is rolling because the music is there. Right. Then it should be going. Because that's the hard part, really. <sighs> Getting the album actually done. Now it has to be. I don't even know if it's sequenced completely and mixed and all that yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So getting that part done, then the plan is the plan. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because y'all can do a show wherever y'all want, whenever y'all want. That's not a problem. Correct. You know what I mean? It's just getting the plan together and executing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and 
I think the people are ready. They're more than ready. Oh, more than ready. You know, it's, the last Soul Position record came out in 2006. <sighs> 13 years, bro. Wow. Y'all could drop it tomorrow and it would, people would go crazy. Yeah. Just nuts. It's just, people still love us, man. Oh, yeah, they do. So we, we know we haven't dropped a whack record, mm-hmm. thankfully. Right. So we still got that, that uh, equity in the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 2019, you know, we want to drop it and come back for the people who been holding us down, man. Nice. So that's my third goal. Nice. So we got like two more questions, uh, calls, and we're going to answer those. And then we can, uh, you know, we can call this New Year's thing a wrap. Yo, big respect, super duty, tough work, illogic, and blueprint, and all the guests. Keep rocking. I'm going to keep rocking with you. This is Reverse Ghost. One time. Boom, that was just a shout out. Oh, just a shout out. Yeah, shout out to my guy, uh, Reverse Ghostmosis. Reverse Ghostmosis? Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. I met him in, uh, uh, not in Orlando, no, not Orlando, Jacksonville. He's from Jacksonville. Reverse Ghostmosis. Yeah, that's yeah. his name? Yeah, he does beats. Reverse Ghostmosis. That is actually super dope. <laughs> like, it sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> like, yeah. it sounds like a real dope cartoon character. Yeah, he's a real person. He that's makes dope. beats, uh, younger cat. And we talked about beats in the lobby uh, of my screening down in Jacksonville. Me, him, and a couple of other younger cats who came out. Granted, it was only maybe six people at my screening in uh, Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, the post-screening was real dope. Me, him, and a bunch of cats just standing around talking about Beats, reverse cosmosis reverse cosmosis so yeah man shout out to you brother and thanks yeah. for the shout out we yeah. got one last uh question and then we're gonna be out Bye. hey print this is ramish from lincoln nebraska um my question for the show is uh the most recent album two-headed monster seems to be much more based in samples than your prior album um and so i just didn't know if that was a change in philosophy or was it easier to clear samples this album or um just wanted to get back to things you were doing um similar on 1988 or is it really a mix of both sampling and uh sort of your own composition with the guitar and things like that all right right okay the question was about why that took the sampling approach to two-headed monster mm-hmm. um first and foremost it was just like yo i love that style yeah i love those records that influenced me like you there's there will never be a time when like a Wu Tang record or organized confusion record. It's anything from the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> mid nineties sound yeah, just doesn't. Yeah, it's different. It makes me hype. Yeah, it's different. And so I think I had beats, and sometimes I don't know what kind of st- style I'm gonna do on a record until I have maybe ten, twelve songs, mm-hmm. and then I start, uh, you know, kind of executing. Like, okay, these five are the strongest. Let me go in this direction. Uh, Two headed monster. First of all, there ain't no cleared samples on none of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the beauty of being kind of below the radar on my thing. But the, the 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 unfortunate thing about that is like, I don't know if I will make another record like that for a while mm-hmm. because just because of the issues that we've experienced in the last couple months mm. with getting sued for samples, yeah. which is a whole episode in itself. Yeah, I don't think you told the people about that. No, I didn't tell the people about that. But um, you know, that's something that has definitely as of the last month has had a huge impact on my approach to making music now because you know nothing makes you want to stay away from sampling like getting sued word you know what i mean and uh it's never cheap Mm -hmm. and uh moving forward i have to be more progressive but you know the crazy thing is adventures and counterculture was influenced by the same things right the same situations realizing that you can't sample certain things at a certain level. It's not that I'm like super popular, mm-hmm. but I'm popular enough by being on Rhyme Sayers 
that anybody on that run that label and, and, and yeah it gets looked at yeah you scrutinized um through that whole distribution channel and same thing goes for rj you mm-hmm. know with our soul position work we've put it out on large enough platforms and so now we can't just sample anything anymore right and we can't get away with what other people can get away with mm-hmm. um and so as a, I don't want to say I won't do that style again. I'm sure I will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that the social circumstances surrounding making music in 2019 mm-hmm. and the legalities of it will always have an impact on how I do art. Um, but if it was up to me, I would probably just make records like that every couple of years. Yeah. See, I haven't had a record that was like that really since got lyrics. Yeah. That was because you ain't been fucking with me, kid. You fuck with me, kid. You have a, you have a, you you need one of them. You need one of them in your but, catalog, kid. Fuck but with you your know, boy. but you know, like I've actually been gathering beats that I've made that yeah. have that 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 bounce to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That old school sample drums, bassline. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of shit and just just raps. You yeah. know what I mean? So uh, I'm definitely going in that direction for for another project. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun shit. Well, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So that was the last uh, questions, man. Yeah. And this episode is going to be a little bit longer than usual. I mean, we're at like an hour, probably coming about an hour, 10, but yeah. it's New Year's, man. New Year's. Okay. So for everybody who was at home, uh, if you were uh, listening, what we did in this episode was we want you to write down top three, mm-hmm. top three goals of 2019. And you got to ask yourself these questions for each goal. First of all, what is the goal? Second question, what is your plan? And the third question is, what are the obstacles or challenges that are coming between you and executing that plan? If you had this conversation now, it will pretty much allow you to execute these three goals much easier. As you can see by this episode, Elijah and I both have challenges Mm -hmm. and hurdles that are stopping us. And, uh, you know, our goal is not to necessarily tell you what to do, but just to kind of wake you up to to how great you already are. So, I mean, you know, what I mean, wake up the sleeping giants out there. That's our goal. That's what we do. And so that's about all we got for this week. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, sir. And We'll catch you all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. (laughs)